We will be going straight to the word of God this afternoon from the book of 1 Kings chapter 3. From verse number 3, the Bible says, Solomon showed his love to the Lord by walking according to the instruction given to him by his father David. Except that he offered sacrifices and burned incense in the high places. The king went to Gibeon and offered the sacrifices for that was the most important high place. And Solomon offered a thousand burnt offering on the altar at Gibeon and the Lord appeared to to Solomon during the night in the dream and God said ask for whatever you want me to give you Solomon answered you have shown great kindness to your servant my father David because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in his heart. You have continued this great kindness to him, and you have given his, him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, now, Lord my God, you have made your servant a king in the place of my father David. But I am only little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. So give me, give your servant descending heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon has asked for this. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that this was Solomon. By this time, Solomon, of course, he is a king. By this time, Solomon, he is a king. He has just become a new king. As he has become a new king, the Bible said that one of the things that he did, he was, um, he, he was uh, a man who was offering sacrifices to God. Hallelujah. Okay, before we go to that verse, let us start in verse number 3, where the Bible says that Solomon showed his love for God and walking according to his instruction given to him by his father David. That means one of the things that Solomon did, you know, he valued the words and instruction that was given to him by his father David, which... Um, one of the things that David told Solomon, it was to walk in accordance to God's word, to carry, to put to heart the instructions of God. That's what he did. That's what he did. He carried out and he treasured the word of God. And part of loving God, the Bible said that he ended up even offering to God in the altar a thousand burnt offerings. When he have uh, offered those thousand burnt offerings, the Bible said that God was touched 
God was charged. Solomon was not offering because he was only looking for anything from God. He was just doing it at his character of being obedient to God that he offered. And the way that he was offering, he was not offering small. He was offering big time. Hallelujah. He was offering what? He was offering big time. He was offering, he offered, the Bible said that um, he offered a thousand. Thousand. He offered, Solomon offered a thousand bond offering on the altar. And the way that Solomon is offered, the Bible said that God could not hold himself. That night, Jehovah came to Solomon in the dream and said, Solomon, what can I do for you? Ask me everything. The way you have offered, ask me everything. You know, I want us you know, to have this kind of a revelation, to have this kind of an understanding that there is power in an offering. There is power in what? There is somebody, I don't know whether that person is busy with something or is it just a phone on this messenger. There is power in an offering. Offering of power. Like, okay, a few verses late earlier, we were just hearing about the plague which came into the land. And just because of an offering, that plague stopped. Now, I'm sure Solomon saw what his father did. Oh, when there was that plague in the land, Papa only offered and Jehovah changed his mind. Of only if I can live the life of offering, that means my kingdom also will be established. And that's why he went on to go and do what? And offered like nobody has offered before. He offered a thousand bent offering. And the Bible, the way he offered, he did not want, God did not wait for Solomon to pray, for Solomon to ask. Jehovah was just moved. He was just moved. He was the one who came to Solomon and said, Solomon, what can I do? Just ask. Solomon, because he was a king, he was not, he, he was rich. He had everything he wanted. And he was not in need of anything. And he was kind of like, okay, let me just ask for wisdom. Let me just ask for wisdom. For the guidance so that I can be able to govern the people of, the, of, the, of God very well. But how God visited him, what triggered Jehovah to visit Solomon, what I want it to sink to us, it was because of what? It was because of an offering. It was because of a sacrifice. Not just a sacrifice. The sacrifice that he offered more than any other. I want to tell you that there is a kind of a sacrifice and offering that you can offer. And God moved you away. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Some of the things, you know, in your life, they just want you. You know, like I usually say, you know, we are practicing prayer because in our spiritual life, prayer, it has got a certain value. 
It has got certain it has got certain Amen. things that it accomplishes. We are Amen. practicing the word of God because the word of God it have, it is of a certain value in our spiritual life. It does a certain things in the spirit in the spiritual realm. But also there are things that offering does that prayer cannot do. There are things that the word of God does prayer cannot do. There are things that offering does and the word of God cannot do. There are things that offering does. It is only offering that does. Then if somebody go and begin to pray and pray and pray, Lord, they they may not get what offering does. If somebody goes and study the word of God, study the word of God too much, but not offer, they might get something that the word of God does not give. And also, somebody, if somebody can go and offer, and just offer, offer only, they, can, they will get something only that offering can give, but they must miss what prayer does. They might miss what hey, the word of God does. But when you combine all of them, it becomes a dynamite. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It becomes a dynamite. That's why we must balance it. We must balance it in such a way that I find myself that I am a prayerful Christian. I am a, 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 a Christian who is full of the word, living according to the word. After that, I am a what? An offering Christian. Because there are some stuff that, hey, when you have practiced them in offering, God moves. Like what we are hearing here. The Bible doesn't say that Solomon was praying. The Bible doesn't say that Solomon uh, was fasting. The Bible does not say that Solomon was busy studying the word of God that day. The Bible said that Solomon only offered like he have never offered before. As he has offered like he have never offered before. Jehovah that night, he visited him. Not that he was saying, God visit me. No. Not that he was saying, God, give me this. No, it was just the, the action of what? Of giving. That he has given overboard that God could not handle himself. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. There is power in offering that you can offer that God cannot handle himself. He can, he can be forced to visit you. He can be forced to visit you. And imagine, imagine, God when he was visiting Solomon, he gave him an open check. This was an open check. To say, ask whatever you want. Ask anything. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Can I tell you something? There is something, let's say that, okay, when you love God, it is impossible to say that you love somebody and you don't pray, you don't prove that you love somebody. It is impossible that you can say you love God and not give to God. It is impossible. When you say that you love God, you will ending up honoring him and giving to him. 
No wonder the Bible says that in the book of John chapter 3 verse number 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The Bible does not just say for God so loved the world. No, it doesn't end there. But after that he proved that he so loved the world. How? He gave his only begotten son. Then after when you say the Lord, you love the Lord, you love the work of God, you love God. It is impossible that also you won't do what? You won't give. You will automatically give when you do what? When you love the Lord. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you have proved that to love the Lord, God will be moved because offering is like it is in God's heart. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Offering is like it's what? It is like in God's heart. That's why the Bible says that in the book of Malachi chapter 3. One of my favorite verses. The Bible said that Verse number 10, it says that bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the flat gates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. First of all, the Lord is saying that, hey, it, I can say that this is one of the few portions of the Bible where God has ever said that, test me. Actually, biblically, God said that, do not test me. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. God have, have even said that, don't, don't do what? Do not test the Lord. Do not, it is, yeah. it is a law that, do not put the Lord your God into test. But in offering, he allowed that we can test him. Amen. We, hey, we Amen. cannot only test him, we can provoke him to see if he cannot bless. Hallelujah. Amen. That means in offering is only place where God have allowed that he may be tested. If you want to provoke God, if you want to test God whether he can bless, he said that offer, offer to him. He did not say pray. He did not say fast. But what does he say? Hey, bring the offerings unto his him. And he said that you will see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. Uh, you may never know that there are gates in heaven. But in offering, he will say that I will show you that there are gates in heaven. There are doors in heaven. There are gates where I open this time. I open them to bless. Not when you pray. Not when you fast. When you offer. This is the place where God can visit you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Let me tell you this, you know, 
how I was anointed by the time when I was serving the servant of the living God. We were in, I was just offering like I was crazy. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Every service, you will see me in the front by the time of offering when I'm going to offer. Ah! Then God talked to him, to her. My father, my spiritual father, uh, may be wondering. She was Pastor Shpiwa Irene. Hallelujah. Amen. The late. Then she stopped the whole service, said that. I don't know what God will do for this man. The way he is offering, I don't know. But God will do something great. Amen. She stopped the whole service. It was a big service that she used to have. The stadium was full. And she said, I don't know what God will do for this man. The way that I've been seeing him offering, I don't know. Amen. But you have touched the heart of God. From that day that when God began to visit me, that's when God began to even visit me through her, through her in my dream several times. Amen. But it was where? It was in the altar. That's, she even gave me the name, said that this, my, the name of this man is called the giver. <laughs> If you don't know the name that I, I don't usually use, because I was given that this name, man of name of this man is called be called what the giver because of an offering. And I told you after that I got a promotion at work just from nowhere. What am I trying to say to you? There are doors, there are gates that you can receive because of a what of an offering. Amen. There is power in offering. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why God said that, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. There will not be what? There will not be room enough. God is saying that when you offer, I will bless you. Because offering is where it is in God's heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 11, which is very, very powerful. I will not have done justice if you don't read it. The Bible says, I will prevent the pest from devouring your crops. And the vines in your field will not drop their fruits before it is ripe, says the Lord. Then all nations will call you blessed and yours will be delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. God is saying that if you want me to protect what belongs to you, if you want me to protect your job, if you want him to protect your money, if you want him to protect your everything, offer to him. As you offer to him, you will, you will do what? He will protect. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, and when you are offering to God, you must not, listen to me. This is one. I, I, was, I was listening to Papa, 
Papa or Robert, he was saying that when you offer, you offer it your as you are, even if you are giving it to the work of God, you offer it your as if you are giving it to Jesus. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Listen, God was not saying that, hey, oh, makalaba sontara bayete. God is saying that I, he's saying he himself, he he will do it. He will prevent. Hallelujah. He's saying he himself, when you do that, he himself, he will be the one who protects your finances. He will be the one who multiplies your finances. He will be the one who is creating ways to make money. That's why he's saying that. Then all nations will call. Hey. Okay. Then all nations will call you blessed because they will be seeing results. And yours will be delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. You know, I used to call this principle, I call it a principle uh, of, of, of actually where God becomes your minister of finance. Hallelujah. Where God becomes your what? You are minister of finances. Where he take care of your finances. If you don't want to worry about your finances, this is a secret. And what we have got from Solomon is that God will visit you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. And God will open the floodgates of heaven to pour out a blessing that you will never lack. To pour out a blessing and protect everything that we own in Jesus' name. Say, I will never lack. I will never be broke. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be stranded in my life. I am a giver. I am a tither. I am blessed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say my day is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our everything is blessed. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be broke in my life. I am rich. I am blessed. Say devil. 
Take off your hand from my life, from my family, from my career, from my everything. Say I lose angels now. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my miracles. My testimonies. Say my today is a success. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want to say to you, have a blessed and a successful